right. I first want to make clear to everybody that same as the last Halloween special we did, it is out of continuity and so you can die. Okay, so I would advise don't throw caution to the wind because you know it's out of continuity because you don't want to be the one that's sitting there with nothing to do for the whole rest of the session because you rushed in and got yourself killed somewhere. I'm looking at that corner of the table. (laughs) 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 We'll come back to that. Everybody hear how the sound is coming from my my headphones here? Okay, then we won't have to do the demonstration later. You've heard it. Do so does can we level up our skills? No. Nope, this is out of continuity and so, it will all make sense once so we get this. Don't trailer. mark anything. Right, don't mark anything. You're still probably gonna want to take some notes. Okay. Um so let's just uh cut straight to it. Um are we ready for story time? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so you know, because of this uh, surgery recovery, Tara and I have had a lot of opportunity to watch a lot of television, and it's been reminding me how much science fiction loves their stories about alternate timelines, parallel dimensions, mirror universes. Science fiction loves to imagine different planes of existence. And some people, even in our real world, think it might be true. Some parallel universes would be very similar to ours with only minor differences. Maybe in one universe over here, you're left-handed. In another, you might have a different hair color. Or maybe you were born in a different place or in a different time. Some other dimensions could have huge differences. Hitler never rose to power. Kennedy was never assassinated. It rains donuts. Or you were never born. Maybe there's even a universe where you never joined Dulos. In fact, with the threads of probability being infinite, surely in one of those other dimensions, universes, timelines, realities, the four of you are bad guys. Thieves, smugglers, brigands, rogues. I think the word we're looking for here is pirates. So we're going to play an alternate reality game where you guys are pirates. That's going to be your ship for this story, okay? Um, and as far as the people, I was thinking we would have... Bosk is the leader, the captain, a remorseless super warrior, a tornado, a bulldozer, a crashing wave leaving chaotic destruction behind him. He chooses to be the blunt object, but he's smart enough to know that sometimes a scalpel is better than a sledgehammer. So he has Hira, his trusted lieutenant and first mate, the strategizing brains of the team who can pick any lock, (laughs) hack any computer, pass unnoticed through any security system. On numerous occasions, Hira has used technology and intelligence to stealthily get the team into a place just to have Bosk use a cannon to blow holes in walls to quickly get them back out. (laughs) Then we have Baronix, the calculating assassin. The team's most deadly weapon, master of stealth and poisons, the blade, the dart. When there is a dead body found in a completely sealed and undisturbed room, they'll probably conclude natural causes while Baronix hides a sly grin. And then we have Bardak, The eldest and voice of reason. The big picture is what he sees most clearly. 
In addition to valued wise counsel, he is an expert pilot, driver, and mariner. And he's the team's torture expert. Oh, my. Fascinated by human frailty and vulnerability of will. No secret hides for long from Bardak. Now, if any of you are thinking this is the sort of character you wouldn't want to play, remember, it's Halloween. Think of it as a costume. Okay? So what we are going to do is I am going to post those character summaries to the Hangout so that you guys can refer to them as we go. Okay? So... Everybody's got that? Mm-hmm. So the backstory that I was thinking, a little bit of backstory, is that Bosk killed the captain of the ship and took over as captain. And maybe one or more of the rest of you at this table are secretly plotting to be the next one to be promoted by assassination. So Bosk should probably watch his back. Until then, you are a team. And there is no M-U-R-D-E-R in the word team, now is there? You all need each other for your specialized skills. You have a common goal, getting the riches and the notoriety. And both have been going very well. And it is your notoriety that has gotten you your current job. A man on Smuggler's Notch called Crowlex hired you to infiltrate a high-tech building on Brindle and steal the only Ming Mecha chip in existence. This little box has little wire posts sticking out of it, and you guys put it into a large case to transport it. Mm-hmm. The 50,000 credits that Crowlex offered uh, for it is the biggest job you've had in years. The heist went smoothly, then you spent six days in jump space, and now you have exited jump space in the, into the Stu Kimmy system, heading for Smuggler's Notch, and you'll be there in an hour or so. Okay, so there's our Can setup. Can you the name of the chip? Of what? The chip. Ming Mecca. Mecca. Does it strike you? Anybody is familiar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So in this universe, you went on the job that Ming had got have gone on in your universe, okay? Mm-hmm. We have a couple of business items to tend to. First of all, since you guys are not doulos, you don't have com cuffs. So you have com collars. These collars that you wear that you can, as you guys heard, you can hear people talking on the speaker, or you can flip a switch and pull this out and go into private mode with an earphone in your ear, okay? So you have the, 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 it can be, where everybody can hear it, or it can be where only you can hear it. Also, we will not be using any of your character's skills or modifiers, etc., for this system, okay? When you do your roles, we will be adding nothing, because you are not those characters. You're parallel universe characters, okay? But to soften that blow a bit, all roles will only need a 7 or higher to succeed, rather than an 8, Okay. And when you roll two six-sided dice, what is the most common result you're going to get? Seven. That's right. So the odds are in your favor. And then finally, this is not your Dulos ship. There are not four positions on it. There is a pilot and co-pilot seat, and that is it. So the pilot also does weapons. 
Okay, whoever the pilot is of the ship is also going to control the weapons. Well, why did your eyes light up? <laughs> yes, there are weapons on this ship. Okay? On the underside of it, if somebody would... Uh, yeah, on the underside, you have a rail gun. Anybody? You, a rail gun? It, like, fires, like, metal rods very fast. Okay? So on the underside of it is a rail gun. Now... That's really cool and all, but remember, it does create a blind spot above you, since your railgun is on the bottom. But it is a turret that, that can swivel around any direction, okay? Um, also on the underside is a torpedo launcher. So you guys, yeah, we see nothing. It's just to help our imagination a bit. Also on the underside is a torpedo launcher, okay? So, we will come back to how those weapons wor uh, work. We need to start with the pilot controls the weapons, as well as flies the ship. Then there is a co-pilot seat. Obviously, he can also fly the ship, or she, um, but also handles ops, like ship systems and sensors, as well as they would uh, probably be using the comms. But as I was thinking about that, either the pilot or the co-pilot, because you use comms, that's fine. So you guys are going to need to decide who is the pilot, who is the co-pilot, but there's still two jobs to go. You guys are going to have two people below decks. Two people that are mechanics slash engineer going around fixing things. Uh, we just took some damage from the enemy ship. Somebody's got to do a repair. It's going to be these two guys. They are also going, we are going to have the repairs minigame during battles. Okay, so... Um, but it's a simplified version of the Repairs minigame. So if you remember the Repairs minigame and you think, man, I don't want anything to do with that, it, it is simpler. I've created a simplified version. So um, there are also weapons support. The torpedo has to be loaded manually. So you got somebody below decks who, after you've launched a torpedo, if you want to launch another one, somebody has to manually load it below decks. But you'll mean, or, or for that matter, if the uh, railgun jams or something like that, they're going to take care of that. So we got the pilot, who also does weapons, the co-pilot, who also does ship systems and sensors, and then we've got two mechanics slash weapons support below decks. I will issue one final warning, and that is... The below decks people can't do the bridge jobs. You guys will not be able to swap. Whoever are our two pilots, they're the only people who know how to fly the ship, how to read the sensors scans, how to run a diagnostic on the ship systems. Um, and then, yeah, as far as like uh, fixing things down below, you bridge crew probably wouldn't know much about that. So whoever is bridge crew will not be able to do below deck jobs. Below deck people can't do bridge jobs. You guys figure out what you want to do, and I forgot my dice, so I'll be back in a minute. Well, my description says I'm the expert pilot, so I think um, I should be the pilot. Well, I'm the leader. Yeah, the leader doesn't pilot things. Well, she, yeah, it has what Yes, but the captain of a ship... Is not the same guy who steers yeah. the ship. Yeah. I'm the most deadly weapon. The I'm the expert pilot. I'll, I'll be the pilot. <laughs> you could be the co-pilot. You could be the co-pilot. You could be the co-pilot. <laughs> there is a dead body in the completely... The, pilot, the captain of the ship is not the same guy who steers the yeah, ship. Yeah, but then the pilot can control the weapons. Yeah, and... It well, says, I'm I the could, expert pilot. Right. Yeah, I but could a tornado or bulldozer are crashing waves, so that means I should control the weapons, because that's what... What is it saying? No. 
That's that's your personality, not your skill set. Well, let's add a little complication to this. Um, for instance, um, the weapons that each one of you own, I'm going to let you make that up as we go. If you're in some situation where you say, boy, would it nice be nice to have some grenades right about now, I'll snap my fingers, poof, you have grenades. So... I would apply the same thing here. I mean, um, uh, like you said, it, it's the description of a character, sort of. Um, but yes, it well, does say you're an expert. Yeah. Plus, if you're boarding a ship, I would think the pilot would often be the one that stays behind. So if you're like the guy who's blowing up walls with cannons, like I'm the person that would pick you up from that. Right. And you know what? I'll go ahead and spoil something. You will be boarding a ship in a hostile sort of way. Wait, so, so would you... I have a question. Uh-huh. So I can have like any weapon or anything I can have? Uh, except for your Samus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just we've had two. That was in an old version of the Halloween story and it won't be that way this time. But yes... Um, I mean, within reason, if you want to say you want to own every rocket launcher that was ever invented <laughs> and carry them all at once, obviously I'll say no. But, um, so yes, that's a good thing to consider, mm-hmm. is that if you got, when you guys board a ship, um, are you going to want to be there, or are you going to want to be on the bridge? You know, it so. depends on what weapons I have. As I said, pretty much anything you want. You'll find that, as with pretty much everything I write, weapons will not be the tool that's going to be best to handle the job. Well, and actually, I think Hera would be a better co-pilot because she, in the description, I mean, I can get into their security, you know, into their So you could be, yeah, like you could maybe remotely hack into their navigation system, shut them down or something. Redirect their missiles or whatever. I think that's, yeah. I, yeah, I could probably. Then I'll be the person who puts their missiles in there. Well, that's be below deck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys could both do that videos. and fixing things. Can I have a collection of weapons? Uh, I'm. I don't see why not. We'll wait till we get to that part of the story. Yeah. So you guys got it all figured out. Mm-hmm. And who's the main pilot? You. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we talked about who each of you are. We talked about a little bit about the ship. Um, we talked about the different positions on it. I maybe should have waited until now to ask the question, but why don't we come back to this? Um, <clears throat> that you are right about an hour from Smuggler's Notch. Uh, we come back to this. Um, <clears throat> that you are right about an hour from Smuggler's Notch. Um, you've got the Ming Mecca ship with you, and uh, you're ready to go rendezvous with Crowlix. Um, so let's see here. Um, for the moment, who, uh, which of the bridge crew wants to take the comms? You're about to receive a con. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably me. Okay. So, let's see here. Hira. So, you're on your way to Smuggler's Notch in the system when this happens. And it's a text message. You can just notify everybody. Oh, okay. Hold on.
I just got an incoming message um, that our ship has been identified in the commission of a crime. Oh, boy. On Brindle. They're asking us to bring a, the ship to a full stop and power down and be ready to board it, be boarded. So I can get any weapon I want? Well, it won't do you much good right now. This is a spaceship chase here. <clears throat> so, what, uh, what's the, are they, how far away are they from us? Are they um, gaining on us? Are they yeah, it, uh, intercept cores coming from behind? Uh, coming from behind. You sensor scan, I guess, right? You want to do a sensor yeah. scan? Okay. Uh, you are the co-pilot? Yeah. Hmm? We can fire some torpedoes at them. You can. Yes, you can when the time comes. So you want to do a sensor scan. You are the co-pilot, Becker Doll. Mm -hmm. So we don't need a roll this time. I will just hand it to you. It's taking a moment. No, it, it oh, okay. did. I'm reading it. Okay. All right. The ship uh, is about the size of ours. Um, with light combat armor. It's got a real gun on top and bottom of the ship. Or top and underside of the ship. Uh, it looks like the engines are less powerful than ours. So it doesn't sound like they can move much faster than us, or that they can't move any faster than us. Um, did you Did you read the ship identification? Oh, no. Brindle Sec Jump Pursuit Unit 6. So, Brindle Security. <clears throat> Obviously, the, cr the crime that you committed didn't go as smoothly as you thought, and they followed you through jump space. Lay down. And now you are being pursued. You had a question? So what are, are there any like moons or like what, what are the, what's the term for them? Space? Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> rocks. you, uh, you pirates, you, well, in this particular case, as she as she hopefully made clear, you can outrun this pursuit ship, but you can't outgun it. It's got the two rail guns, okay? Um, well, now that's a possibility, but <laughs> the fact that you can outrun it and not outgun it is why you're running. Um, but you've been chased before. You're pirates. You've been chased before, and you know that they will not follow you into Smuggler's Notch space. I mean, it would be too easy for you to make one call mm -hmm. and... Tons of armored ship, uh, uh, you know, weaponed ships are going to mobilize against them with a, just a single call from you. So really, it's about. Um, I mean, again, you can outrun them, and you know that they will not follow you when you get into smugglers' notch space. If we need to, we could always fire torpedoes at the rail guns. Well, Captain, what do you want to do? That's right, the captain is below deck. This is already all jumbled. I figured he was going to be the pilot and the captain, but... <laughs> but, um... No, um... We do have a combat mini-game here. You guys want to go into combat? Is that what yeah. you're telling me? Or we could just 
fire. I think we should just keep on going unless until unless they attack us first. Then we'll, then we'll fire torpedoes at them and shoot them with the rail gun. Okay. Okay. So um, are we already are we already going at top and on jump speed? Sure, why not? Why not? Um, I tried to keep this simple. We don't need a whole bunch of. Should we send them a, threat, a threatening message? We'll, we'll meet you on Smugglers Night. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's from Brindlesack Jump Pursuit Unit Six. Uh, now they're saying if we don't stop, they're gonna fire upon us. Let's fire a torpedo back at them. How? So we're they're we're increasing the distance between those. Sure. Yes. How far are they, and what is the range of their weapons? <clears throat> we are saying for this game that weapons are unlimited range, just to keep things easy. Less calculations to do. Um, as far as the distance, sure, it's increasing um, bit by bit. Um, I guess it depends on how bloodthirsty you are. And you are the captain. So. I think since they sent that message, uh, we should, um, like, does the ship look like that? Is it like the same? That's your ship, yes. What's their ship look like? Um, I don't know. Actually, you know what? I did have a picture for this, and it's been so long I forgot all about it. I don't think... Uh-oh, that is not what I wanted. This is... Um, it's definitely a uh, scary-looking ship. And how do torpedoes work? Torpedoes are targeted. So you will target the ship itself or you will target um, a specific part of the ship. Now that, of course, is going to be harder to hit. Mm -hmm. So, if... I think we should... So, so he wouldn't necessarily know what's going on. So I guess I'd have to call... I mean, I'm kind of retracing steps him, here that I'm calling down Well, he could to come the up captain. to be on the bridge with us. Sure. Like, like, There's nothing to do below deck now. Captain to the bridge. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe we should, like, fire a missile at, like, their command area. Not yeah, just at their ship in general? Just hit well, the like, bridge. Yeah, the bridge. Hit the bridge. I don't know how good we are yet. The bridge. Well, um, <laughs> yes. I will remind you... Well, we are bloodthirsty pirates. I will remind you that, um... By the way, here's... Oh, that is not it. How what many torpedoes do we have? I'll say that's unlimited as well. Okay, then we should fire. We're actually... If if this goes well, we'll have more of these sorts of things in the future. Okay. okay. How about this? We rapidly fire at the ship, and Baronix and I will just keep on reloading them. So then we'll take down the ship. Okay. Okay. Uh, say, Captain? <laughs> Uh, here's what the um, jump pursuit vehicle looks like. Oh, I'm so sorry. I sent that to here. Uh, my bad. Uh, let's see here. Dulos Corp. That's the one I want. And Baby Dolly, you'll just have to get it again, I suppose. <clears throat> um, and yes, uh, I believe it said that the ship was about the same size as yours. So, But that is the uh, menacing, threatening ship. Okay. It wouldn't be too hard to hit 
I think we should just fire out Will at them. All right. Sure. All right. So well, that means we are going into combat mode. All right. So well, that means we are going into combat mode, which means the combat mini game, which has a few rules to it. Get some cigars if. If you have one. Yeah, well, not until the, the fat lady sings, right? That's Independence Day. All right, so here's what's going to happen. This will be turn-based. Every one of you is going to get a turn, okay, depending on where you are in this ship. Now, the guys below decks, they don't have anything to repair yet, um, but they could load a torpedo. Um, so let's see. For our first round of action... Um, a torpedo could be loaded, but it can't be fired yet. That would be, this turn is loading a torpedo. Okay, so is that what you, what you would like to command one of your below deck people to do? Actually, you could just do it yourself, huh, since you're below deck. Well, so that would be our two turns, mm -hmm. and that's all we could do. Could we fire the, um, the railgun? Uh, he could. Yeah, so I think we should load the torpedo, and then the, he fires the railgun. Okay, and it only takes... And then here can um, send a threatening message. Okay. We could could she try to hack into their or that system or kind of scan to see if they've shot anything at us yet. Or she could hack it hack into maneuver. their like system to make it so like it's like powered off and everything. Let me take some assistive control here. Fine. For this turn, one of you will load the torpedo. Um, as far as you firing the railgun, yes, you could. As far as you doing a scan, yes, um, doing a scan on the pursuing vessel will tell you some useful knowledge. So, um, how about we say you're going to fire railguns, you're going to load a torpedo, you are going to scan the ship, and you are going to pass this time because there's nothing for oh, you yeah, to yeah. do. Or I could stay at, yeah, actually. No. So the pilot file fires or, the railguns? Yes. Or so who goes first? Uh, hang on. Say what? I could, uh, if there's like anything down there, I could like check. Sure, you can do it yourself a little patrol there. So get all the tools ready. So yes, let's start with that. Um, firing the railgun. Okay. You are going to roll a two d six, and you only need a seven for a hit. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, so we have a successful hit. Let me go down here. I need to roll a 1d6. Oh, it is a six. Oh my. You hit one of their railgun control systems. Oh, and so yeah. now they are already down to one weapon bank. So it sounds like the captain had a good suggestion there. Ah, um, yes. You are loading a torpedo, correct? Yes. Okay, so no roll necessary. Hira is going to scan the ship, um, da, 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 da. Um, and you do not need a roll. However, you can... Ah, oh, I wasn't supposed to tell you what you hit. That's for the... By the way, this has not been playtested like <laughs> else. So we will say that your sensor scan revealed a oh. solid hit on one of their... 
uh, railgun okay. control systems, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and Baronix um, is standing down there, like, sharpening his knives or mixing up a new batch of poison or something. Oh, I thought he was yeah. going to be, like, putting on his tool belt for any potential reason. Hopefully yeah, yeah. so. Hopefully I, I so. I batch of poison. Um, so now, <laughs> let's see, I, I will hand it to you as well that the sensor scan revealed that not only was one of their railgun control systems damaged, but they have just launched a torpedo at you. Oh dear. Okay, so that means that their turn is done. It is back to you guys. So, we can't maneuver, right? We've got yes. an incoming torpedo. You can do evasive action. Okay. Um, as a matter of fact, let me run through some of the things that I had prepared for. It doesn't mean this is all you can do, okay? But a pilot, some options would be evasive action, fire railgun, launch torpedo. Again, it has to be loaded on the previous turn. Mm -hmm. The co-pilots, uh, eva evasive action, sensor scan, run a ship systems diagnostic to find out where you've taken damage. Um, and then, yes, we're introducing something new. I'm calling it reroute slash bypass slash hack. When these guys are trying to fix something, you can attempt to do some kind of rerouting or bypass or something. And if she has a successful role, they don't have to do any more repairs. That thing is dealt with, okay? And then, yes, as far as the deck crew, load torpedo, fix jammed railgun, repair minigame. But, yes... Um, hacking, trying to hack their computer is a viable option. And uh, pretty much anything you guys can think of as long as it makes sense. So are torpedoes, do they, are they like you, do they follow you? Are they like heat-seeking or? Yes. They are. Um, no, no, sorry. Let me take that back. I'm doing it more like Battleship. Okay. You program the torpedo where you want it to go. It, it might or might not... I mean, if they do evasive action, it could go to the spot where they were and explode. So evasive action is going to be very important. And remember, the sensors show that there is a torpedo headed toward you right now. So pretty much guarantee you'll want to take evasive action. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe the pilot can... Um, Fire the uh, the torpedo well, and co-pilot evasive action, yeah, and then us two could reload another torpedo after the torpedo is fired. No, it'll have to be on the next turn. Um, Does a railgun fire faster than a torpedo? Like yes, the railgun evasive action against a railgun. No, the, well, I mean you can try, um, but it's not like you see the rails coming in. Right, right. I mean evasive action is always good, not being where they intended you to be. Um, by the way, one of the sound effects I was going to use, this is what a railgun sounds like. So, yeah, it's, you know, can do a spread or whatever. Um, so, yes, the co-pilot can take evasive action. Just remember, I've got a whole balanced thing here. When she's taking evasive action... She's not getting a damage report. She's not scanning the enemy ship to see if they're about to fire again. The only reason you know to do evasive action is because she did a scan. Mm -hmm. So this ship, it is a, let's see if I can do it this time, a Firefly class far trader. <gasps> I did it right. <clears throat> I'll have to put in the flashback to the previous session in the video. The ID beacon identifies it as a Firefly, Firefly class far trader. So you guys are approaching a Firefly, Firefly class 
fire trainer. This is a firefly. Firefly. Firefly class fire trainer. Firefly, fire, fire, fire trader. Uh. Um, it's not designed for combat, so mm. it's a little clunky in combat. Okay. Torpedo on the way. I think we should do. You should do evasive action, and I should fire the real gun. Or do you think the torpedo is better? Yeah, the torpedo. And the next time we can reload the torpedo, and then you fire the rail gun. And yes, the torpedo is loaded, so you are. Okay, let's do that. So you're going to fire a torpedo. Who, wait, no, no, we'll do one turn at a time. You're going to fire a torpedo. Who else is doing what? I'm you're doing evasive action. Okay. Um, and I guess there's not much for you two guys to do at the moment. Yeah, I would just still be doing like this. Okay. Um, you'd probably be down there, like, praying, you know. Oh, Father, hard enough. Yeah. No, I'm a fierce. Oh, right, a right. fierce player. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that's our turn. So, yes, go ahead and fire your railgun. 2d6, 7 for success. Oh, no, torpedo. Oh, oh torpedo. torpedo. Okay, torpedo is different. Torpedo, um, you're just firing in general. You're not specifying a target? Going at the ship. Right. right. I yeah. think we should fire at the, br the bridge. Because if you look at the ship, it's... It's not like this ship where the bridge is kind of extended. It's kind of all together. Keep in so mind, naming a specific target is going to add a complication. It's harder to do. I think we should just hit the ship. Yeah, okay. just hit it. Anyway. If you did hit the bridge, though, it'd be worth it. They'd be down in one shot. Although I did say it has light armor. Mm -hmm. So there's a chance it wouldn't penetrate. If you want to specify a target, then you will take a boon die, which means you're going to roll three dice and take the best one and toss it out. Whatever you've got left, if it's a success, you hit the bridge. But if not... Isn't that a bane? Huh? Isn't that bane? I'm sorry. You're right. It's a bane, not a boon. What do you want, Captain? I think we should just fire, because there's a good chance we'll hit the bridge if it hits. Okay. All right. So, yes. Thank you, baby doll. I'm now fixing that typo. Six. Six. Um, wait, that was a that was a torpedo. Yes. Okay. Well, that is a miss. They uh, did their own evasive action and managed to evade your torpedo. You are going to take evasive action. So roll me a two d six. Seven or above for a successful evasion. Seven. Seven. You Ooh. have successfully <laughs> evaded <laughs> the enemy a, torpedo. It went like right <laughs> underneath it. Uh huh. So let's see here. It is now the enemy turn. So, um, let's see. They are going to, um, you know what? Yeah, they, I'll go easy on you. They fired their rail guns. And I got a nine. So that is a successful hit. You hear an explosion, you feel something shake, but you don't know where you're damaged. Let me tell you some options. The propulsion, that's your jump drive and your maneuver drive. Life support, power, navigation, that includes helm as well as astrogating, sensors, weapons. One of those just got hit, but you don't know what until you do a sensor scan. So yes, you guys have taken a hit from a rail gun. It is now your turn. I think we first should do a sensor, then the rail gun, and then... What if... But what if they're 
I mean, do you want to do... Because we can scan the ship for damage, but we can't scan the ship for damage and scan them. I wonder if we should scan the ship for damage and do evasive action. Yeah. Well... Well, somebody down below decks loads a torpedo, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, we already. Um, well, they can't have a torpedo fire because they fired it last turn. And it takes uh, one turn to Not the last turn. Last time that was just a real gun. Yeah. So they could this be reloading. Turn, yeah, they could have. Oh. I think we should do that. Yeah. That's what I think, too. And then we can reload the torpedo. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if we do, if we don't do successful evasive action, we might do poorly, and the torpedo might not. Well, eventually we'll get the smugglers not. Well, actually, can we do evas- evasive? Um, because they haven't fired their torpedo yet; they just reloaded it. Well, they shot the railgun last time, so they yeah. could fire again. Yeah, but then you can't really do a basic action before they fire the torpedo. I, I see what you're but saying. But we don't know if they fired the torpedo yet. But they couldn't have yeah. they fired the Gatling. If we're to play the rules logically, then yes, he's right. They haven't had enough time to reload another torpedo. Okay, then I'll fire the railgun. Yeah. Hera can do a scan. One of you can do the torpedo, and the other one, based on the scan, can do a repair, maybe. That'll be on the next turn. Okay. Um, you know, it's uh, you guys haven't played D and D. In D and D, in battle, they chop it into six second slices. Mm-hmm. And what I'm basically doing here is like chopping it into one second slice. Like the four things that you guys choose to do, you're doing them all at once, okay. and then you're going to all do something else. And therefore, it wouldn't be instantaneous that she does the scan, and now they yeah. know what to fix. Yeah. It'd have to be on the next turn. Okay. So we're saying evasive action. No, railgun. Uh, railgun, sorry. And loading a torpedo and um, scanning the ship or doing a diagnostic for damage. Yeah. Okay. Who goes first? Um, well, let's see. You can fire the railgun, why not? Oh, don't hit that one. Uh oh. So, yeah, you. Uh, Surely didn't hit anything. Um, you loaded a torpedo. You are going to do a ship diagnostic. I don't know that that needs a roll. Let me see here. Ship diagnostic. No. Oh, well, okay. You know what you can do? We can uh, put our fate in your dice. Roll a 1d6 on my damage location table. Five. Five. You have been hit. In the external sensors, you can no longer see the enemy ship and know what they're doing. (laughs) You don't know when a torpedo will be on the way in. You don't know nothing. Well, then we should just do evasive action every time. Well, for the co-pilot. We just go escape. Well, um, knowing where you've been damaged is really good, too. All right, was that the end of the turn? Did we miss anything? You fired the railguns. Okay. Oh, and nest. Right. Nest. Okay. So let's see. Now they have attacked you. They have done the damage on the external sensors. You know what? I'm going to let you guys get a step ahead. We'll say that they all um, stopped for a tea so break. So was it the, the sensors array that was damaged? 
Um, you don't know that yet. You just know that you are not getting a response from the sensors. The ship's diagnostic tells you, hey, I can't see anything outside the ship. It will, um, uh, but that's when you start putting your repair guys on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, that so I think we should this time do evasive action. Well, they're not doing it. They didn't do anything. Fire a torpedo. And then these two guys, can they both work on the repair? Yes, they can work together on a repair. Yeah, we'll come to how the repair game works when it gets to it. But if it's on the outside, they can't go outside because we're... They don't know. They're going to have to investigate. They're going to have to attempt repairs. So does that work? So you're saying... Hera, evasive action, all fire torpedo, and then these two guys can repair the ship. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So let's start with the easy ones. No, let's start with the hard one. You guys have gotten plenty of turns. Um, so, repair, minigame. All right. I got it correct that time. Um, let's see. How about I roll the 1d6. And that's a 4, which means, okay, which one of you is going to go start the repair job? Both of us. Yeah. Um, I need one who is the primary instigator. Which one of you is maybe better at fixing things? Maybe Baronix, because he's done less. True. All right. So, Baronix, you're going to roll a 2d6, and you need to get a 10. If you get a 10, then it's repaired. Now, since you're going to help him, loan him one of your dice. And now, you have a boon. I'm getting this right. Boon is good. Oh, oh. Boon. Oh, oh. Good. Roll them together, and toss out the lowest one. The lowest one is three. That makes eight. Wow. Oh, no. You need to go to ten, don't you? Yep. So, the repair... Well, I give him his boon die back. The repair is not yet successful. Now, remember, the co-pilot can try to do some kind of bypass rerouting, a hack, something like that. And if you don't do that, the next turn they, they have to do it again. They have to roll a ten. Um, but if you have a successful hack roll then they might be done with their I'll repairs. I'll try to reroute the power on the next one, I guess, if that's okay with everybody. Well, I don't think we have to do the maneuver, because didn't they skip their turn? We don't know what they're doing. That's the problem. We don't know if they're... Like, we should always assume that they're doing a torpedo at, until we know. Well, evasive is good, and firing weapons back is good. Yeah. Okay, then let's do that. All right, so who goes first? Um, actually, is a torpedo loaded? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, then it doesn't matter. I've already lost well, track. Oh, no. Go ahead. I've lost track of which turn we're on. They went first, so now it's still you yeah. guys for this okay. turn. Do you want me to go first? Or do you want me to go first? So do, are we rerouting the, to see if we can... No, I think that Fix. I still wait till next turn. Okay, so we're doing the invasive, to invasive action. Yeah. So you should fire the torpedo first and then do the invasive action. Okay. Otherwise, we're going to do the invasive action and the torpedo is going to go someplace else. Nine. Nine for a torpedo launch? Yep. Okay, torpedoes away. Nine, yes, you did damage, but you don't. You know you had a hit. 
Okay. But we don't know what yet. And we saw it through the windows. Sure. Yes. Yes. This ship has windows, unlike the Dulos ship. And then you evasive action. You do evasive action. Go ahead and roll it. Six. Fortunately, they didn't fire, so it doesn't cost you anything. All right. Speaking of not firing, it is now time for them to fire. So. <clears throat> All right, so we'll make it a torpedo. We'll make it a torpedo. By the way, I'm doing straight rolls like everybody else. I can roll out in public, and I don't care if you guys see it. Three. So they did fire a torpedo, but it is not going to hit you. It's now back to your turn. Whoosh. Uh-huh. So do we want to give these guys another chance to repair it before you yeah. try? Yeah. And we, we can should. do another evasive action and a railgun. Well, I could evasive action won't matter because they fired the torpedo and it's not successful. Yeah, but so they do we... could use their rail guns. Yeah. So you could uh, you could do like help them out while I uh, reload a torpedo. Well, I can't leave the bridge. That's right. No, like no, not a repair, but do that hack or whatever. Only the co-pilot can do yeah, that, but yes. And then you fire the torpedo and then. He I would think firing the rail guns before we do the evasive action. Why well, he doesn't want to do evasive action. Oh. I must have missed that. <laughs> <laughs> right, so so I I was typing, I was reading. What what does our term consist of? Railgun. Okay. Bypass. Oh a hack attempt, right? Reload torpedo. Try to fix it. Okay. All right. It doesn't matter who goes first, um, but well, sure. Wouldn't the hack have Seven. to wait till the next turn, though? We're hitting the fact that this hasn't been play tested. We're oh. just going to have to patch it as we go. Okay. Seven, you said. Mm -hmm. So you had a successful hit, um, but you don't know. You don't have any way of oh. determining what. Um, and an you are going to try a hack and see if they can spare themselves this repair? I think he should go first, though. Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah, this one is a little bit problematic. But, fine, yes, try your repair. He can't help you this time, so it's two dice. you got to get a ten or better to successfully repair whatever it is. Make it good, dude. Oh, seven. Still not repaired. Oh. You are loading a torpedo. Mm -hmm. I swear. And then you are trying the hack. Mm -hmm. All right, so the hack. Did I explain it already? No. No? All right. We're um, rerouting the power. Yeah, but everything in here is simple. Yeah, successful roll means a workaround was found and further repair is now no longer necessary. So roll it. Seven or better. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, Four. <sorry>. Your hack <laughs> failed. Oh, <clears throat> okay. Well, geez. All right. They, um, they have fired their rail guns. A nine, you guys have taken more unknown damage. Somebody is really going to need to uh, do a, a ship diagnostic. I really need you guys to are up. Uh, I think he should fire the torpedo, then the ship diagnostic. And then, I need and then to us two need to fix the... I think we need to do evasive action. 
because they might yeah. be firing a torpedo next time. Well, that's next time. Is that how it works? Yeah. So would evasive action be meaningless right now? Because they fired the rail gun. And they took pretty good damage. I would think we would have had to do evasive action on the turn before. The torpedo. The torpedo, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was really counting on a scan being done to let you know there's a torpedo on the way. So, I tell you what I will do to make this even more confusing. <laughs> I will jot down when there's a torpedo on the way or when they have fired their rail guns. And then, if you think you want to do evasive action, I can tell you if it's going to do any good or not. Okay. Because so, a weapon has been fired. So, um, does it make sense? So, would evasive action be effective right now? Um, we'll give a free pass on this one and say no. Okay, well, I'll fire the torpedo. You can do a diagnostic, I guess. And then we'll fix the... And you guys try to fix the thing. Okay. Now, if you fire a torpedo and it doesn't load one, you know that's going to throw you off a turn, right? Yeah. Well, I thought we couldn't load yeah, and fire can. at the same time. Oh, right. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Nine. Nine. So that was an effective torpedo launch. Mm-hmm. So, you guys really need to fix your sensors. it's messy. <laughs> The yep. ship is disabled and we'll just keep <laughs> right, riding. Right, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so you fired a torpedo. It did hit. Um, who else is doing what now? So, we fixing the sensors. So oh, you're going to work together? Yeah. Okay. Ten or better. One bricks. Throughout the lowest is a one, that's an eight. Oh man, this is bad damage. Okay. And I, I, I may need to rebalance. Here's the way the repair game works. Um, if I roll a one to find out the damage, it's a seven to succeed. A two is an eight, a three is a nine. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I might need to shift these down a bit to make the repairs a bit easier. So I'll consider that for the future, and I'm just hitting it for the camera. So, All right. who else is doing what? I'm doing a scan, right? Yeah. Diagnostic. Ship diagnostic. Okay. Seven. Um, of yourself, you mean? All right. Roll a one d six. Three. Three. Oh, your primary power has taken some damage. Roll it again. Mm, yeah. Five. Five. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, now your communication is out, so you can't beg them for mercy or plead with them. <laughs> um, I wouldn't do I that anyway. Mercy. So we oh, have. Oh, who knows what's happened to them? Hit them with two torpedoes. I mean, we don't know what happened. Yeah. They could be. Did I only hit them once with the railgun or twice? I think I hit them twice with yeah, the railgun. Yeah, you disabled one of the railguns. Yeah, I hit them twice with the railgun and two torpedoes. And then a tor- torpedo. How much damage can ships like this take? I'm going to find much. out. Um, the chart that I have put together, pretty much anything can take 
uh, two hits, and that's it. After that, you lose that functionality completely, and your ship is, you know, might be limping along. Um, as it is right now, you have damaged sensors, damaged primary power, and damaged communications. That does not mean any of them. It doesn't mean there's a big just blackened hole where it was yet. You get hit okay. there again, and that's what's going to happen. Okay. You still do not know your damage on the... I mean, for all you guys know, yes, you already hit the bridge. Um, but... Well, the, I thought that the, the roll was not for diagnostic. It was for repairing. No? Um, Rerouting power. Oh, the hack was what you wanted to do? I thought you wanted to run a diagnostic to see where your damage was. That's what I thought, too. Oh. Okay. You can try a hack on your next one. <clears throat> it's easier for you to get a 7 than it is for them to get a 10, yeah. even with a boon die. All right. Um, let's see here. I'm just going to go ahead. This is like playing Valkyria Chronicles. I'm going to go ahead and say that you're not aware. Oh, uh-oh. Actually, I did make a note. All right. I'll be nice and save that one for the next turn. You guys uh, better make it count this time. Um, remember, Bosk liked that idea of trying to target a specific area of the ship. Because if, if, we, hit, if, we, if take, we hit the bridge, the road, then there's a ch- especially if it has windows, there's a good chance that... Okay. Then... Big black hole. Can, and I can target the bridge with a railgun, because that's all No, only torpedoes can target. Okay, then we have to wait. Because we don't have a loaded torpedo. Yeah, not yet. So, I don't know what we should do. Evasive action. <laughs> well, you can do evasive action, and I can reload a torpedo. And she can well, try the hack. And she can try a repair. Maybe they should do two different ones. Like, you can try to repair one, and then we don't she need can the, try another. We don't need the comms. Well, we also have a, the main power. We don't think Well, the power, what was it? The system affected was the comm system, though. Uh, but also the primary power is damaged. If you were to take another shot to your primary power, you'd be on, a, on auxiliary. Yeah. So maybe Wesley can do the primary power, and then... Hera can do the sensors, sensors and then you do evasive power. action and I reload a token. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's all coming together, isn't it? Alright, um, you're doing evasive action, go for it. Nine. Nine. Oh boy, is that good. The torpedo slid right past you. <laughs> okay, nice fly in there. Maybe it is good that he's the pilot. <laughs> um, Alright, and now you are trying to repair what? The primary system. The primary power. All right, give me that. Um, you're loading a torpedo, right? Yeah. All right, you loaded a torpedo. You go ahead and try to repair that primary power. Need a 10. It ain't so hard. There's like four opportunities on the dice. We're trying to warm up. Okay, very important. It might be a little chilly. Mm-hmm. So is our targeting system down then, too? No. <laughs> um, we'll say not. They don't go with the sensors. Okay. Um, yes, um, you guys have the worst repairman in the world down there, <laughs> and you are trying to do a hack on route the power for the sensors. The sensors. Okay, seven or better. Come on. 
five. Oh, you guys are blind still. It's wow. All, it's I think we need trade jobs. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yes. <clears throat> all right. All right, so that puts me back on... Uh, yeah, so... Okay, I made my turn. Let's see here. Oh, and I will be successful. Whoops, I shouldn't even be saying things like that. So, back to your turn. Well, we don't have to do evasive action because they can't fire the torpedo again. Correct. So you, can evade, you can evade a railgun attack, though, too. So here's what I think. I think you should I think Hera should do evasive action. I think I should target their bridge. And then us two will try to fix the system. The main power. Huh? The main power. I was thinking the system, the mm. sensor or whatever. I mean, uh, we don't want to go on auxiliary power. No, we, we can be without it. sensors. Although we... I'd rather be... I mean, because if we don't have power, we don't have anything. Okay, then we'll, go, we'll do the power. We can't do evasive maneuvers. <laughs> so, how do I still just roll for a targeted at their bridge? Okay, you are going to target their bridge with a torpedo. You need to add a third die. It is a Bane die. You will toss out your highest die. Nine. Okay. You know what? In the interest of time, I'm going to say you guys heard a huge, huge explosion behind you, and this battle is done. Okay. Uh, so you guys are on your way to Smuggler's Notch. You have only got a few minutes to go. You do have damaged primary power. You do have damaged communications, and you have damaged sensors. Is there something that you guys might want to repair before you get into Smuggler's Notch space? All three of them. I think we should. Yeah. I think we definitely need yeah, communications. Yeah. So maybe you guys can try a mechanical fix and Hera can try it. Or we could do the power. We can fix power when we're on the ground. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to cheat and let you know that if you come in to Smuggler's Notch and not identify yourself, they're going to blow you out of the sky. If you make it to Smuggler's Notch, you've got all the time in the world to fix your primary power and sensor Yeah, problems. then we're going to do communications. Um, we're going to say that you got your communications repaired, okay? That'll just be quicker and easier so we can get on with the story. And wow, this is going to turn out to be something. If this is going to go two sessions, then I promise you guys another ship battle. And if that ship battle ends up taking place in the second session, maybe I'll get this uh, game tightened up a little bit. Okay? All right, but that's bio break. So how about now the chips and the drinks? So, um, yes, we've got the uh, orange and black chips, and then we have this wrecker. Orange Dream Craft Soda that I just, I saw it at the store a couple of days ago. I decided to try it. Thought it might be good. So I guess the theme is orange. So, all right. So, fine. Um, <clears throat> you make it to the moon. You maneuver over the destroyed city to a landing pad just outside the edge of the notch opposite of the fuse. 
Mm-hmm. So you got Smuggler's Notch, and you guys came down the fuse before? Well, you land on the opposite side of it. You see, Crowlex permits you to use this private entrance to the town. It's better than risking you being robbed of his valuable merchandise going down the fuse. From the landing pad, you are escorted by an assortment of muscles and tattoos, shaved heads, black leather, and heavy boots. But they all have large guns. Most also have small guns, and knives, and chains, and you get the idea. You know the way well, but they still guide you every step as though it's your first time here. Same as always. First the double doors, the elevator, the rail car, the two or three minute ride, then more scowling thugs a series of locked doors, and then you are in one of many service corridors inside Happy Jack's, the club that's owned by Crowlex. The place is pretty much his secret headquarters, therefore it's built like a military installation. Again, Crowlex is all about security, protecting his business. The four of you even being here and knowing these things means you've gained unique trust with Crowlex. Most don't even know his name. Street-level criminals never even see him, always dealing with a middleman, and just assuming that the boss's name is Happy Jack. A club bouncer appears, as always, and escorts you to a small manager's office. Once inside, he looks up at a corner of the ceiling and nods, and you feel your stomach rise as the room slides downward. After a moment, you feel the room stop with a hydraulic hiss. The bouncer opens the office door again, and now there is a wide, long corridor. It's all stone, like it was tunneled through solid rock and then polished to a high sheen. You step out, the door closes with the bouncer behind it, and you start walking. Every 20 feet or so, where you would expect a stone pillar... No. Stands a man that could easily be confused with a stone pillar in this dim light. Ten in total. Again, all with large guns. At the end of this hallway of guards and echoing footsteps is a large stone desk and a man sitting behind it watching your approach. The man at the desk is pale and thin. Stringy black hair frames his face and reaches his shoulders. He is dressed in all-black business attire. He rises to accept his merchandise. Wonderful. Right on time. Any trouble? Well, Captain. Captain. Not, not, not much. You want to hand him the case, then? Soft, thin hands with manicured nails accept the case. He opens it and looks inside with gleaming eyes. And he nods, as though watching his plans unfold in his mind. There's a box sitting on his desk that he motions toward. I'll take it. Okay. I want to open it up. And there inside you see an incredible uh, collection of sticks. This is surely the 50,000 credits that you were promised. And now... A chance to make ten times this amount, assuming that you're ready to take another job now. Yep. Mm-hmm. He sits down at his desk, reaches beneath his desk, and produces a folder, and flips through it thoughtfully, like he's trying to figure out a puzzle. He says, pretty much just talking to himself, very few people 
have dared stand in the way of my empire. Some people just don't want to work for me. Some, uh, the biggest of these is a company called the Dulos Corporation. They put up a front of just being a transport company, but I know that we are all in the same business. They use drugs and brain implants to control their employees. Well, control isn't the word. Control implies will of some kind. No, these people are empty vessels. Puppets with a pulse. Even their own thoughts are injected by their handler, who is never far away, always watching and making adjustments. I must have this power. And that's where the four of you come in. For several years, I've been trying to find out why Dulos has been covertly shipping construction materials and equipment not only to planets all over this subsector, but to large, empty areas of space way beyond. Well, I have an operative who thinks he's found something. I didn't really expect him to. He's one of my new people. So he needs a team to go out there and verify his story and find out more. Go to these coordinates and wait for him to contact you. Oh, and one more little thing. If his information is correct, there will be a Dulos transport ship arriving shortly after you do. You need to board it. Here's the deck plans of the ship. And they are those deck plans there, okay? Mm -hmm. Go to engineering and connect this device to the main computer terminal. It will download the full contents of the ship's memory banks, or as much as it can. It will take a minimum of 20 minutes, but it could take hours. It will begin trying to decrypt the files immediately. Maybe by the time you get back, it will have made some progress, but it will take weeks. And as for the crew, I don't care what happens to them. Don't bother bringing them to me. Trying to get Dulos people to talk is more torture for me than it is for them. Mm -hmm. So do whatever you need to do to complete this job. There will be seven crew members on board, and they do have weapons, so it may be a challenge. And remember, a Dulos Handler ship will surely be nearby, so watch your backs. The job pays half a million, which makes today's payment look like a wave job fee. You leave immediately. Your ship repairs have been done, and it is refueled. Any questions? Mm. Um, maybe we should say we need to do some repairs to our ship first. No, he said that the repairs were already done. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm somehow missed that. <laughs> I was writing my notes, probably. <laughs> I was hoping you guys were writing notes, because I just gave a whole bunch of clues away. So I was hoping you'd be distracted. Okay. After, uh, when, uh, when does this have to be finished? Let, go, let Veronica go first. So, after we're done with the downloading and the engineering room, 
Can we kill the Dulos people? I said I don't care what happens to okay. them. And the what ship? does this do? The ship is meaningless to me. Okay. And oh. when does this job do? Uh, the sooner you get back, the better. Okay. I mean, obviously, it's going to take you a jump week to get there, do the job. It's going to take another jump week to get back, so he's not expecting you back super soon. Okay. Uh, has anybody figured out who this guy is, by the way? I was trying to do the voice and the, the the everything. Oh, the guy. I know, the black guy who tortures us. That's who tortured right. Kralix was the man who tortured the four of you. Mm. And that's why he makes the joke about um, trying to get information out of Dulo's people is more torture for me than it is for them. So you have now met oh. that guy again in a parallel universe. Who is our boss? Uh, for the moment, he's your boss. Okay, let's go. No. Captain? Yeah, I think we should go. All righty. So what we're going to do here is we are going to time jump that you're back on your ship. You're already in jump week. Um, and so you are in jump space heading for where you're going to do the jobs, the coordinates that he gave you. You guys need to come up with a plan for how you are going to infiltrate your own ship, more or less. So you are in jump space, heading for where you're going to do the jobs, the coordinates that he gave you. You guys need to come up with a plan for how you are going to infiltrate your own ship, more or less. Do we, we can do, do we know when they're going to arrive and what point they're going to arrive to? All he told you was they should be arriving shortly after, and I mean, he gave you coordinates, so... So like, if we're right in that area, you know, what's the like tolerance of those coordinates? Is it? They would be very specific. You so would be at a specific place. If we could, if they arrive right next to us, she can hack so like the systems are down. Well, we this, go... Do you know what else we can do? Is as soon as they come out of jump space, if we're waiting for them, we could target their engine. Ooh with a torpedo, mm-hmm. and as they're c- coming out of jump space, we target it, we launch Bang. it. But right as they appear, we fire it. And we could even be or... really close to them. So, like, you know, they arrive, they're like, whoo, land here, torpedo. Bang! Or what could happen... But isn't the engine in engineering? Or what could happen is... Isn't that where we have to put the little thingy? Well, now let's look at what we've got here. Um, we can blow up the bridge. True. true. Um, there, it does look to me like there's ways to hit their engines without actually hitting the center of the oh, ship, the or presumably engineering. I, I have an idea. I think what could happen is you two, you stay on the board. You can fire like the guns at the ship, like the engines. She can hack. Us two go in through the cargo air lock, and then with... And then you go room to room? Yeah, we go room to room with really high-tech weapons. <laughs> and go get... The- By the way, I have no answer. I just wrote on there, they're going to have to figure out how to infiltrate the ship. So, there is no right or wrong answer. So, I think... I think that... it's. Not, I think that if we... 
launch a torpedo at them as soon as they leave jump space. Try to hit them from a close as close a range as is safe for our ship. And then we immediately start hacking, and you guys go in your vac suits and try to, you with, know... With body armor, and then once that's a safe position, we take it off so it's easier to maneuver. And then you could try to get in through the... You could blow a hole in the... Well, we can see if we can hack it first. Otherwise, you could just start blowing holes and stuff. Are you for, you guys forgetting about the warning that Kralix gave you about this operation? That there's a handler ship nearby? That there could be a handler ship nearby. Yeah. That could show up at any moment. At any time. So, let's uh, connect a couple more dots. You guys were rescued when this guy last year kidnapped you and tortured you and all that. Uh, suddenly, the Federales show up and get you guys out of there. Is that what he means by a handler ship? Is that what's going to happen to you guys? Is suddenly a ship full of troops is going to show up and try to take you out? Or are we talking about a handler ship? Uh, I mean, is it just going to be like, you know, one guy on one little ship? You guys really don't know what to expect. So the other thing we could try to do is just not even worry about disabling the ship or anything. We just try to steal the ship and jump. Jump to where? Anywhere. But we're not pilots. Us two aren't pilots. We would all have to, or one of us would have to go too. I didn't even think of that. That's an interesting notion. Because then, you can't... You cannot trace a jump. Yeah. Uh, when the Brindle Security Jump Pursuit team followed you, they assumed you were heading for Smuggler's Notch. So they jumped to Smuggler's Notch, hoping to catch you there. But no, if you guys got aboard this ship, commandeered it, and jumped to somewhere, no handler ship would even know where you went. We could, like, jump to Smuggler's Notch. We could just the duo ship doesn't have a tracking device on it. I don't know. Smuggler's well, Notch would be a them. good bet. Because if... Uh, if any ship came there, we could just say that we're, um, in, we're actually... Because the thing is, ultimately, let's say we commandeer the ship. One of us goes to pilot it. One of us stays and pilots this ship. We could jump someplace else entirely, take a week. A week is certainly enough time to download the information we need. And then we jump a week back. We could then abandon the ship and jump back to Smuggler's Notch. That's true. He tried to get me to set a deadline, but I didn't, so... So if you guys... Well, that's true. I mean, Crowlet surely intends you to only take a couple of weeks. Yeah, me clubbed his ship. Oh, that's an interesting point. Just leave our ship behind? The only one with weapons, you mean? Yeah, I think we should... Well, if we jump to... Because here's what we could do. One of us could stay behind and pilot this ship. The other three go over. Just, you know, 
we had to figure out how to take the ship without damaging it. And then what we would do is we would then get to um, Smuggler's Notch. Well, we, we could jump some... Yeah, I don't know if we'd want to jump right to Smuggler's Notch. Um, but over that week, download all the information, take care of the crew. You mean... Take care of them. <laughs> well, or well, put them I'll in a locker room. Or, I don't I'll know. take three of them. I didn't ones. visualize you tucking them in the bed with a glass of warm milk. <laughs> I didn't think coffee. you meant that kind of taking care of the crew. So, well, I think I knew what you were about to say, though, here. Our ship, you know, spaced us or something. Or a distress. A distress signal. Mm. Uh, so that they're welcoming us on board. <laughs> uh, for that matter, what is the Dulos policy on distress signals? Oh, they have to answer. I thought it was ignore them. <laughs> no, it doesn't really work. <laughs> now, Jax told you guys that maybe we could da- disable our ship somehow. No, we don't want to actually then, disable it. This is what we say. We say we're no, attacked we by pirates, it. and we're disabled. No, we fake. But they could scan us and know that we weren't disabled, so we'd have to do something. Not to mention, um, fake. Uh, Duh, you're you are a pirate ship. I mean, you're not exactly flying the jolly Roger, but <laughs> how about this? You, we leave you in space, and say that you had to. Evacuate your ship. We could pick up some like space junk. Oh yeah. <laughs> and blow it up with a torpedo. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? You blow up. Make it look like what's left on a ship that's been destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> we blow it up. There's an explosion. There's some remains. There's three people out there floating. <laughs> Bosk, you are the captain. You can tell them what the plan is. What happens if we do like if we do hyperspace right through their ship? Then probably everyone will die. <laughs> I would think so. Yep, yeah. everybody will crash. Now, yes, I'm pulling rank. Uh, on your behalf and saying that you are the captain, you get to give the orders, you get to tell them, okay, those are all some great ideas, and now we're going to do things my way. Um, I just would remind you that, yes, you have the burden of command on you. Everybody could die because of you. So I would say don't just go for the boss kind of answer, but... You can be a servant, take charge, and say, here's what we're going to do, because we've now been discussing this half an hour, and I think it's worth plotting, yes. But at the end of the day, Bosk, you're the boss. Bosk. You're the captain. Yeah, you're the captain. All right, captain, what's the plan? Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe we should have a distress signal, and if, just in case they don't let us on, we have uh, metallic grappling. But will everybody, if they let everybody on with the Dutch Cross call, is everybody getting on? Or is just Bronx getting on? I think what should happen 
is if Veronix Cam, he's going to be the only one who gets on, but he somehow will figure out a way to mess up with their control panels. So then they can't really do anything. What would you be doing in the meantime? Trying to get in with the metallic grappling hooks. Or hack the system or get in? Get in. I, sh I think Embryonix can. He should go without any like guns to make it seem like he's friendly. Yeah, Baronics don't need a gun. Yeah, I don't deal with knives. Yeah. He could. I do think it makes sense to hack, try to gain control of the computer from the outside. Because then you could open any doors you want, shut down any systems you want. You could turn off the air, so when you get on, everybody's groggy, but not dead. I think. Well. So, so what are we going to do with our ship? Have we have to get the ship them? out of sensor range. Mm, yeah, I think then you should probably stay on the ship. I think so too. You go someplace else and then come, but don't go hyperspace. No, I'll be out of range, but there. And then, was there will be a dish? <clears throat> Then we this need, to take, some, for we need to take some junk to blow up. Mm -hmm. Or just junk. Well, I think probably having a recent explosion makes more sense. And then we could blow it up. I'll drop you guys off and get out. Mm -hmm. And then we need to decide where we're going, though. Just away, and then we can contact you when, well, when we're killed everyone. Well, but if we need to both make a jump... We probably should have a de destination in mind. Set coordinates. That we can oh, smuggler's that. notch. Okay. The only problem is we're going to have to... Maybe it makes sense someplace else so we don't... If there's a tracking. Because if we... Let's say we go someplace to... Let's say we're here, smuggler's notch is here, and there's this other place. If we meet here and dump the Dulo ship, will they know... Who was involved? Whereas if we go to Swango's Notch and dump the Dulo ship, they might then know. <laughs> it's gonna be floating around Smuggler's Notch. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Krolix probably would prefer if they didn't know what was going on. I think we first should try to. Before, I think we should first try to um, get into the ship and then kill everyone. And then we should decide where to go. Because we have the, like, the contact things. Call callers. But it'll be, yeah, like, 50,000 kilometers away. I don't think distant matters. Besides, you'll have ship-to-ship -ship communications at that point. That's true. Okay. So, yeah, let's do that. I I'm going to, yes, get the ball rolling here. So I'm going to say that you guys have dropped out of jump. You are en route to the coordinates that Crowlix gave you, okay? Um, and you guys have this plan that you have spent the last week hatching. And, uh-oh, I have a problem because I've been sitting here too long, not touching anything. Um, 
So you guys have dropped out of jump. You are heading toward the coordinates that you are supposed to go to. Um, when Hero's console goes off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says on unidentified vessel. This is Dulos Transport DFT one zero three one. Please identify yourself. So it seems they got here better. <clears throat> mm. Oh no! <laughs> Wait. So you guys are on the way. You get your communications. Your co-pilot tells you that apparently the jig is up. They're already here, and they know that you are here. Unidentified vessel, this is etc. Please identify yourself. Uh, so I think I, I'll talk. Okay. And then while I'm doing that here, we'll ha- start hacking into the system. <clears throat> Maybe probably should load a torpedo. Yeah, I'll load yeah. a torpedo. Well, what if we say we're having some... We, we could put on a distress call and say we're having yeah, computer yeah, let's do that. Uh, this is a flying ship. We're, we're having <laughs> some computer problems. Yeah, can you be of assistance? Can, can you be of any assistance? <clears throat> so do we need to do a hacking roll? Are you going to make that hack attempt now? Okay. Okay, roll yeah. it. Seven or better. Eleven. Eleven. You have hacked into their ship, and you are now in complete control. The um, Dulos ship, um, we'll go ahead and say they realize what's going on, and they start broadcasting a distress signal of their own. Can we shut it down? Yeah, let's shut it down. All right, you shut down their distress signal. That was easy. Can we lock them out of all their consoles? Like, shut it down. And, like, only have control from our ship. Okay. Done. Poof. Done. You now have complete control? Let's shut off air. Okay. <laughs> wow. Shut off air. Shutting air off. And okay. then, and then let's, System. Have th- let's have... Can we depressurize their ship? Well, let's open the airlocks. No, no, no. I think... Well, how about... How about <clears throat> I, I don't want to miss having the fun. <laughs> I, I, I want to. How about us three? Go into the sh- go out. She, uh, Hera, opens up one of the airlocks. Airlocks. We go in with our weapons and blow them up. The From thing here. is, if we open up all the airlocks and all the doors, they might. Some of them probably will still survive. Yeah, but they're not gonna. You're like gonna We're be gonna nearly it. dead. Really <laughs> well, I would think they're almost mostly dead. Point, or four <laughs> yeah, they could be like buckled in to their, you know, seats. I don't know if we well, as long as you act quickly, this is still the element of surprise. You've still got them in a surprise. I mean, at this point, we will say they have had no time to do anything except fire up the distress signal. Oh, sure, the captain probably gave a command to everybody on the Bosk ship. and Baronics in through back suits and sent them in through the airlock. Yeah, and then... So I can go in, too. Yeah, can I... Go I think in? we should depressurize their ship. Yeah. But I guess we want... I want to... If you depressurize the entire ship, is there any air reserves? 
Um, well, it's not like it breaks the life support system. I assume as soon as you have pressure again, the air processors will continue to... I, I don't know. That's a good question. Will there, well, it, will there be air on the ship once you turn everything back on? Yes. Let's do that, and then we can go, and you can still have your fun. And then will we, they still be alive? Still, yeah, well, I can do my Some part. people will probably get sucked into space, but not I'll all take, of them. I'll take like four of the crewmates. What if the captain said to lock all the all the hatches? Oh, but you'd override that, right? There's probably mm-hmm. some they kind turn of off manual the lock. I was thinking safety protocols that would not allow certain things to happen, oh. even if you have godlike control of the computer. That but is, I don't know. We're making this up as we go. Probably if you open the airlock and there would be other doors that would be closed. It's not to say it couldn't be overridden. I think we should... <clears throat> Let's suit up and go quick yeah. while we have an element of surprise. Can I, have like a, can I have like a machine a missile launcher? Machine gun missile launcher? <laughs> oh, just yeah, remember, we need to be able to drive the ship later. Well, like not like big missile launcher, but just like little ones that have little explosions. <laughs> um, yes, but I'm not going to say you have unlimited ammo. So can I have um, a, can I have another gun that has unlimited ammo? No, there are no guns with unlimited ammo. However, <laughs> if you want your thing that launches explosive whatevers in one hand and your rifle in the other, I allow that. So let's, oh, I think we should go fast. What we can do is we'll all enter the airlock. Yeah. All four? No, Hera should stay behind. Three. Because I should go to fly the ship. And then maybe I can attach the engineering thing. Yeah. And you guys can clear the ship. Okay. Yeah, I can. All right, one step at a time then. So, um, you have taken control. Yeah, you guys got vac suited up. You've gone out with your propellers or your magnetic grapples, doesn't matter what. You make it to the external airlock. Hera, open the door for us. Okay. the door. Hera opens the airlock door. You guys go inside of the airlock and you've got a button to close it yourself. The three of you are now in the uh, airlock to the external hatch and you're wearing body armor under your vac suit. Anybody very else wearing? Scary I, I'm wearing very scary. I'm wearing looking. a protective under your vac yeah. suit. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I think mine is very scary looking. Well, yeah, when you take your looking. vac suit off, it will be scary looking. I mean, For now, it just looks like I a think vac we should suit. have scary vac suits too. <laughs> to strike fear into the heart of our enemies. Right. Like a good pirate. So, can okay. I have my back suit? <laughs> sure. Once you're inside, if you want to take that kind of chance. I think well, how about you two guard me, then we'll alternate on who takes it off. No, I think we should leave them on in case something happens. What he if wants to look into well, it. Then he dies and he learns a lesson. Okay, I'll, keep my, I'll keep my back suit on. I'm yeah, me too. And he's going to... Burst out of his and there's this big red S on his chest. Not intimidating enough. Uh, so, yes, he takes off his vac suit and he's got all this this black, I assume, body armor on. And on one side, uh, he's got a weapon that fires little, um, little projectiles that when they hit, they explode. Do you want them to come out several at a time, like, brap, brap, like the burst mode on your machine gun, or just one at a time? Or? One at a time, but... Okay, and then on the other hand, you've got a, what, a machine gun, submachine gun? The same weapon. Oh, two of those. All right. That's, <laughs> that yeah. is pretty scary. And what, are you, what kind of heat are you guys packing? I, I would also have my... Hang on. You, you, let's see what they have. I would have my knife, 
in my uh, pocket. Thing That's there. under your vac suit, though. What's on the outside? Oh, you mean you'd have a knife on the outside of the vac suit? Yeah. All right, like, fine. You have a knife. Actually, I would hold it. Right. And you said and then, you said off camera that it looked like something. What does it look like? It has uh, skull and uh, crossbones, and the the main part right there is like instead of it's a bat, it's a skeleton bat. Okay. All right. And so you got and your that, knife, and what else? And uh, have like poison on the blade. Yeah. Okay. Is that your only weapon? Or actually, no, not on the blade. Like a little. It's like it's probably this size. Okay. All right. Is that your only weapon, or do you want uh, that as well? I'll have a shotgun with me. Shotgun. All right. Ooh. Bardak. I will have an auto pistol and just like our auto rifle, whatever it's called. Okay. And gas grenades. Gas grenades. What kind of gas? Well, knockout gas. Knockout. Or we could do laughing gas. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. One of you train me. <laughs> You're like... So can I have like a belt with grenades on it? Okay. And also a bazooka. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I was strapped on. Next to the bazooka, but yes, you can have the you can have the grenades. I can have a machine gun that's like attached on my back. How about like a All right. pirate cutlass from you know like the eighteen hundreds and a you know front loading oh. cannon? Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys are are armed to the teeth. You are in the airlock to the external hatch. Um, you have closed the hatch behind you. Um, the door going into the corridor uh, is still closed. Um, what are you going to do now? We've got two and a half minutes. To oh, I, also, I also have the thing that connected engineering. Oh, right. You oh, have yeah. that with you. Yes. Okay. We're going to blow up the door with my missiles. We could just open it. Just we have to make it seem dramatic. <laughs> yeah. No, we need to make it seem... <laughs> <laughs> we blow ourselves up. Okay, so Bosk, the captain, points his explodey thingy at the door, <laughs> and the two of you go, No, wait! But he pulls the trigger. We won't require a roll on it. You did blow that door in. It goes clanging into the corridor. The corridor is empty. You are all standing in the doorway, and you don't know what you're about to do next. Tell you what, let's bio break here. Yes, I expect that the Dulos story is going to end after about 20 sessions. Right now it's looking like it's going to be more like 23. Um, and then that will actually be the end of the story. But all questions will not be answered. There will still be a lot to find out, but what's going to happen is I am then going to ask you guys, what do we want to do now? We finished the Dulos story. Um, we could continue with the Starfarers campaign, which is going to be very different. It will be the same characters on a different ship and flying around trying to find jobs and stuff like that. Okay, Or... Maybe you guys are going to have so much fun with this darker universe <coughs> thing that you guys are going to want to continue that story. Well, now that's, yes, I, I would probably story. start up the Pirates of Drenax story if you guys wanted to be bad guys. So, you guys are in the airlock. 
you have just uh, blown the door open. Um, what happens now? Uh, let's clear engineering first. Yeah. I have a question. And then I can hold So, can, can Hero, like, put an announcement into the, like, the whole entire ship? I don't see why not. Now hear this. How about, um, you can activate your comm caller and say, Hera, put me on the ship intercoms. And she says, okay, Bosk, you're on. So what do you want to say to this ship? Uh, we have boarded your ship. Surrender or die. <laughs> okay, so you have made that announcement. And you are, again, now standing at the corridor. Let's, uh... I'm gonna, on the intercom, I'm going to ask, is there anyone to answer? Let's, let's clear engineering and... and uh... Clear engineering. Okay. So how do you want to make your move on engineering? So I think I, I can stay at the airlock wait, and try to cover them. Wait, wait I have an idea. So the black box in the uh, galley lounge has black dots of where each person is in the ship. That's in engineering, but okay. Or in engineering. You mean the black box that Bardak found? Well, like, where there's all that information and stuff. Yes, but that was information that he hacked into to find. It was not just like a screen in engineering that you could watch. Could Hera possibly get into that? Hmm, now that one I would say is a little tricky. So maybe I'll require a role for that because we're not just talking a standard operation. Because you hooked up a hard drive to it that collected data, and then you looked at it after the fact. And I, like, happened onto it during yeah. my repairs. It wasn't, it's like... And that's true. It's not common knowledge. Your character would probably not know about it, your Halloween character. But I will let her give it a try. If you get a seven or better, then we will say you can see where everybody is on the ship. Seven. Okay. There are two blips on the bridge, and you do not see blips anywhere else. So there's only two people? Or there are oh, no wait. Doulos people. Or mm-hmm. there are Doulos people that don't have the thing in their brain. The hmm. So I think us two shall come out kind of with our guns pointed. I'll kind of blow a... I'll shoot at the door. We need to still be able to fly the ship. Well, if I shoot at the door, it's not going to really mess up anything. You blow only door. have things that explode. <laughs> right. And the hatch that blew off that airlock door did, as I said, go flying across the corridor. So, yes, if you try to blow the door on the bridge... That door is going to fly and could very well damage something. But that's your call. I think I should do it. (laughs) Well, how about we get connected to engineering? Okay, then we'll cover you and you run into there. Well, how about I cover you and you guys make sure no one's in the room? Okay. We'll do that. Okay. Um, there is no one in engineering. Okay. And you are easily able to find the spot that you're supposed to patch into. Alright, I'm going to go and hook up. I'm going to fire a bullet at the, the, the bridge door. You mean an explosive? Yeah. Alright, um, 
Hmm. All right, sure, why not? It's late. The door blows into the bridge. It actually um, is now laying in the uh, captain's, what's that say, captain's office? Quarters. So it's now in there. And there are two very scared-looking men in there. (laughs) These two men are wearing Dulo's jumpsuits. But they're black jumpsuits with green Dulo's patches. They are both in their late 40s. I'm going to say come out and identify yourselves. All right, fair enough. Um, They come walking out with hands up. And one says, uh, the, the one, um, let's see, uh, one with his hands up, he's thin with a rigid posture. He's got curly blonde hair, which, um, helps to hide the silver and gray in it. And he says, say Yarnub, second in command. And the other guy, he's a little shorter than Sate. He's stout, he's fit, he's not tough, but he's surely strong. He's got fine sandy brown and gray hair that just sort of sits there looking nondescript. And he says, I'm Carm Nijotis. I'm the commander of this vessel. I'm going to ask him, are there any other men on the ship? He doesn't seem to want to answer. I'm going to shoot him in the knee. Ooh. He screams, he falls. And then it's Sate who yells, there's nobody else on the ship, it's just us two. While the commander is down there screaming in pain. I'll blow the other guys. Uh, I'll blow the... I don't know, what should we do with them? Should we just blow them? No, I I don't want to hurt these guys. I'll just... (laughs) What's (laughs) your experience? He's a stealthy assassin with a heart of gold. <laughs> a soft touch. I'm... Okay, well... I'm gonna go to the bridge. Okay, now hang on. Does anything strike you as odd about this situation? Yeah, yeah. I there's only two people. There's one, yeah. Maybe the others are in the cargo bay. And they're Dulos people, but... They're wearing different color clothes. Black. Hmm... Mm-hmm. Oh. What? It's the handler ship. It's the handler ship? I don't know. Maybe. Let's kill, Let's oh. shoot him. I'm going to kill them both. So, you're going to shoot them both dead? But, well, not dead. Sure. Oh. I want to shoot them disabled. I'll shoot the other... Well, actually, I'll kill the captain. Okay. And I'll shoot the other guy in the knee. Oh. And then I'm going to say, let's go to jump space, and I'll get... Start torturing this guy. <laughs> so, this is my character. Go on. Yeah, he's playing his alignment. Yeah, hang on. Let me Do you mark think we can get the information we need from this ship? Probably this ship has more information. I would think so if it's a handler ship. I, I mean, I don't know. He hasn't told me. I have not told her anything. So, how about we put out a distress call for this ship? And when the other ship comes, <laughs> we, we board them and take them out, too. That sounds like fun. Okay, so Carm, the captain, is dead, 
and you want to shoot Sate in the kneecap and ask him some questions? That's, oh. that's what I want to do. Oh, you want to shoot him in the kneecap, and then while he's screaming, try to get him to talk. Well, I want to jump. Do I? Well, do we want to jump? Not yet. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna I'm gonna go to work on him. With your magic. With my magic. Your uh, torture expertise. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just gonna do that right here in front of the bridge, and God and everybody. Or are you gonna take him someplace secluded or what? Let's do it publicly. Okay. All right. So here's what I wrote about torture expertise. Okay. We're not gonna get it. We're okay. going to say you tortured him. Okay. okay? So, um, that's, I would think, going to take several minutes to torture him and get information. What is everybody else doing in the meantime, just so we're clear here? I think maybe Veronica and I should check the cargo. Maybe if maybe we need Hera to take the ship away. So, if we do it, are we, are we going to try to take over the other ship? I want to scan to see if there's any other ships in range. So yeah. use the uh, use your ship scanners to scan and see if there's any other ships in range. No, you do not see any. Okay. When is the expected arrival of the other ship? Well, is, we don't know there is another ship. That was just a guess that this is the handler ship. Well, and, and Kralik said there might be one, but he gave you no, no other information than that. Um, would Sate know? Let's ask him. Okay, so you torture him to get that answer. Uh, well, now, hang on. I, we were finding out what they're doing in the meantime. I think we should check the cargo bay. Okay. Now, Maybe fine. all the rooms. Yeah, first all the rooms, then the cargo bay. Okay. Uh, list them off. What room do you want to go to first? The lab. Okay. In the lab is a large console with two chairs. The console takes up half the room. There are 20 or more screens grouped in a pattern that isn't immediately meaningful. After a moment, it seems that what you're looking at are ten monitoring stations. Not all of the screens are activated, and it appears that there are seven sources, is a good enough word, that are being represented here. Hmm. However, as you look closer, further observations suggest that these are people being monitored, because you can make out audio, some are talking, you can't make out what they're saying. You can't figure out how to turn it up. There's location information for each one of these. Um, some items are recognizable as biodata. It even looks like two of them are asleep. Um, and there is some that shows what maybe could be brain activity. And there's more, but it means even less to you. Now, while they're finding all, all this out in the lab, you are... Um, torturing Sate, and you wanted to know that. about the handler ship? Yeah, if they are the handler ship and when the other ship is coming. He has no idea what a handler ship is, and he has no idea about another ship coming. Hmm. You, sh- you should ask him what type of ship this is then. Well, well, we'll, we'll do the next question when you tell me the next room you're looking at. Uh, how about the fresher? Okay, the fresher is exactly the way Kralix's uh, plans showed you it would be. Um, but the lab most certainly is not. Oh, right, and now, wait, let's do a couple. Tell me another room. Uh, the galley lounge. Everything is as it should be. And then the bunkhouse. Everything is as it should be. You're looking at the, 
the ship and the deck plans that Kralix gave you and say, I don't know why the lab is so different than this, but everything else is the same. Your next question, Bardak the Torturer. So, um, Bardak the Poker. <laughs> um, I want to ask him what his ship is doing, what his mission are, what, why he's out in space. We're a transport vessel. We carry cargo. Um, by the way, is anybody minding the scanner thing in engineering that's downloading all the data? Maybe we should send Bronix, you want to see when it's done? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll go down to the <clears throat> engineering. Okay. Bronix, when you look at the progress of the thing... It is still downloading, but it has a message on the screen that one file was improperly encrypted, and it's already open. It's already decrypted. Now, I'm going to send this to everybody, and he would have shared this with you. I'm going to send you a link to a Google document. This appears to be an old memo that for some reason was not deleted. An internal Dulos communique. The document reads as follows. Anagathics are compounds known to confer a form of biological immortality through the conference of a stable or decreasing rate of mortality from cellular senescence as a function of chronological age. A regimen of regular doses enables an individual to ignore the debilitating effects of advancing years. They need to be used starting by the age of 30, and with luck, the user may reach an age of 100 or more before old age affects the user. Because of the rarity and demand for anagathics, they are quite expensive and are often unavailable at any price. It typically takes 6 to 10 weeks for anagathics to reach full therapeutic effect. It also takes several weeks for the effects of anagathics to totally fade. However, there are dangerous withdrawal effects from interrupting the supply of anagathics, eventually resulting in coma and finally death for the user. Obviously, anagathics are most effective if they can be taken long-term without interruption. A continually interrupted supply can have harmful, long-lasting, and even fatal effects. Cost factors prohibit all but the highest levels of society from being able to afford these pharmaceuticals. Many worlds refuse to sanction their production, citing these drugs' requirement for addiction and often harmful side effects as public health risks or ethically troublesome. This, coupled with their illegality on most worlds, helps to keep the number of anagathic users down. Still, the draw to these drugs is irresistible to many. Everybody got the gist of that? They were search, or he was searching, he was in engineering and, and got this file, which he will share with you guys later, and you are torturing somebody and asking them questions. I need to know next either what question you want to, answer, uh, to ask, or I need to know what room they are looking in next. Yeah, I think we should check the cargo I don't bay. Love it. Oh. Okay. The cargo bay is half filled. But it ain't random. There's only two types of cargo in this room. Um, there are about 20, maybe more, rectangular boxes that look kind of like coffins. And um, 
And there are spheres, about five, there are seven of them. They're about five feet in diameter. And they're not really spheres. The, the surface is comprised of about 20 flat triangles. So obviously, I am describing an isodocahedron, I believe it's called. Or no, an isohedron, which... So there's seven of those and ten copies? Yes, so those are five feet in diameter. There's a, there are seven of them, and no, and there are actually twenty and probably more of the things that look like coffins. So if the sphere things might correspond to the people, maybe. Maybe we should ask what it is. Well, there is more information on both of the types of cargo if you look more closely at them. I'm okay. just giving you the short version. We'll do that then. Uh, what do you want to look at? Uh, what what they. Do you want to start with one? Yeah, let's start with the spherical ones. Okay. Um, they are reminiscent of communication satellites that you've seen before, and there's small ports here and there around the surface that are surely orbit adjustment thrusters, you know. Um, but you've never seen communication satellites this small before. And then can we check, like, the coffin-like ones? Every coffin has a keypad on it. I think I'll... You know what, actually? I wrote that wrong. Every keypad has... Or every coffin has a keypad on it, and also each one of them are labeled. Um, Each one of them has a label on the coffin. What are the labels? Okay, well, you just look at the one that's closest to you. And the label says this. That's like a... Wait. This looks like one of our mm-hmm. names. Mm-hmm. So maybe these are people. I think, I mean, can I know this information as my character? I don't know yet. Why don't we have him go ahead and look the last place he hasn't looked, and that's the locker room that's on the cargo deck. We'll look there. This room has also been heavily modified from what's on your deck plans. It's more like an observation room of some kind. Large windows look out into the cargo deck. Four chairs sit in random places in the room, and there are no panels, consoles, nothing. Just this room with the big windows and four chairs in it. I think this is probably not the the place that we uh, that was the ship that was supposed to arrive originally. So, what do you want to do? I think we should ask the person, like, what the Okay, Okay. well I tell you what I'm going to do since we're just about out of time I'm going to pull GM rank and put an ending on this and we will just continue it Um, You are still on the bridge of your pirate ship right? Mm -hmm. And you get a communique um, Firefly class ship this is your contact what is your status? 
the guy that you were supposed to meet here has just shown up. And we're going to leave it there for this week. The dude just showed up. You guys have made some interesting revelations on this ship. Um, so, simple answer, yes or no. Is everything going exactly the way Kralix told you it would? No. No. I appreciate every one of you at the table. You did some great chewing on the material. I oh. hope y'all had fun. It was fun. And yes, we will continue this little Halloween session next time. I got to play Ruthless guy. Yeah. I felt like I was by far the most ruthless. I believe, yeah. yes. You, you definitely get the vicious award for this one. So.